1: Doing you well. Good morning. How are you doing? You all right. Yeah, not bad. Thank you. Not bad. Um, just firstly, how's uh, training been this week? Any injury news specifically? I just wanted to ask around. Um, Lyndon Dykes as well.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Lyndon's not as bad as we thought. Like I said last week, uh, was close to making the squad last week. Next couple of days, we'll tell on Lyndon again. Um, you know, he's, he's uh, he took a whack on his knee, and uh, and that was that's something we won't we won't take a risk on, but. Obviously he's got the internationals coming up as well, and London's keen to get us fit for that. Um, so both him, uh, Chris, who missed out as well. Um in a couple of days training and, and the second half, obviously, he's he's back on the grass today, which is great. Jack Clark Salter did 45, so he's back in contention. Um, I think there's only Jimmy still uh, as a long-termer that we can safely say is he's, he's still still out, you know. So no, I'm, I'm pleased with where we are. I'm pleased with where we are as a as a squad. You know, it's uh, it's going to be um, it's going to be needed because there's two bigger away trips coming up now, and uh, um, we're going to be you know, winning both of them. We, we believe we can win both games.
1: Just looking back to your um, previous game against uh, Ipswich, um, you mentioned in the yeah. post match comments about feeling. You know, your side you did really well, just unlucky not to find the not to find the target. Um, I thought Sinclair Armstrong was a real real threat all afternoon as well. Um, anything you've been looking to improve on in training, sort of attacking wise, or maybe being a little bit more clinical off the back of that performance?
2: Yeah, obviously, you know, you want to stick your chances in and, and when you say unlucky, it's almost like it's you know, it's got a little bit of a, a sword in there saying, Can we be better in front of goal? Because we, my aim when I came in, um, firstly was to stay up, and then was to have a look at what went wrong. And we shipped so many goals last season. We shipped way too many goals, and uh, and I've addressed that, you know, with the players I put in. Probably a lot of defensive players, you know, um, with Ziad and and Steve Cook and and Fox and Begovic, you know, and Colbeck. They're all probably looking on the on the defensive side of things, and I really believe that we are now. Um, more solid, we really are, you know. And I, I know Watford. Everyone can have a look at that. But you know, Cookie wasn't in by then. Colback wasn't in by then. Fox had, had a week's, not even a week's training, you know. So we we now are looking more solid. And and but you can't stay up on on clean sheets, you know. You, you or, or achieve things on on clean sheets. You 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 can only achieve or, or stay in the championship on goals. You've got to score goals. You've got to win games. And 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 so. You know, looking back, it's all very well saying, yeah, we're unlucky, and I and I'm I'm guilty of that myself because I'm I'm super positive, but we have to be clinical now. We've got to we've got to say, right, we've got that sorted at the back. You know, um, we look solid. Now can we now can we convert some of these chances and uh, and that's going to be key. You know, the XG is is you know it needs improving. We, I mean, we, we outdid Ipswich on Saturday, which is good. We are, you know we we but. We need to raise that. We need to be more threatening going forward. So we are working on those those patterns going forward. And we've got the players to do it. Um, just seems to be chopping and changing at the moment with a couple of knocks and injuries. So, But Sinclair definitely is, is going to be a thorn in any defensive side. And we, we're working hard on him. And I believe in him. And I'm going to make him better. And you know, I think that he's only started three games, I think, for, for QPR. So um, looking great at the moment.
1: Just in regard to that attacking side of things, I just wondered whether sort of a week to go to the end of the transfer window, any sort of activity in the market, or expecting any ins between now and uh, the time the window closes specifically, as I mentioned, and the sort of striking and um, attacking areas. Um, probably not, but
2: um, you never know. And that's uh, that's my honest answer. You know, we uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what we can do, but again, right player, right time. And definitely right, price is, is something that we've got to have a look at, at QPR at the moment. So um we're we're always looking, always got lists, always got you know, we have a whole recruitment department with a with a lot of names and, and numbers on there, but um let's say it's uh done a good bit of business. I think the six we've brought in so far, I think, are very good players and uh you know, with with uh, with Smithy, um, you know, and, and Sinclair's like a new signing, you know, the way he is this season. So I'm I'm really pleased where we where we are you know Ryan Colley as well by making his debut I think is is lively I think there's a future for him so I'm I'm quite pleased that I've had to instead of uh, instead of just going out there and spending and getting getting the players in that you might you know want to utilize what we've got here and some of these younger players coming through I think it's important that's we're gonna to have to rely on this and and so yeah Sinclair and Ryan um definitely two names that um people wouldn't have thought would be uh too involved right now but I think they're very involved and, and very good players.
1: You've no doubt sort of spoken about this uh, a bit already, just in terms of the um, the rule changes this season around stoppages and, and added time. How have you sort of seen it uh, play out with three games gone now in the in the championship? What's your sort of thoughts on it? Sort of seeing it in practice.
2: Yeah, the, the, trying to trying to give the mental shift to the players that when ten minutes goes up, it's not a massive. A massive sort of uh, new new moment of the game. We're saying the game's lasting 100 minutes now. The game's lasting 102 minutes now. You know, we've got to be prepared for that. 90 minutes is the cliche that's going to go soon because uh, it's definitely 100. You know, people are, people are playing way, way longer than uh, 90 minutes. And uh, and so the mental change, we're working hard on it. Boys have, again, got to be fitter. We've got to get the, ramp the fitness up a little bit, um, as every team has, do now to last those longer minutes. Um you know, so I think you know, you when you're putting a sub on on 50, 85 minutes, you used to get a bit of stick for that, but there's, there's still 15 minutes of the game left. There. You know, it's uh, it's little changes like that that you've got to bring into your your thinking as well. So, um, yeah, I'm getting used to it, but um, uh, I'm not saying I like it, but um, I'll, I'll make my decision probably around Christmas time when we've had half a the season, and uh, but it's going to become commonplace, isn't it? And that's that's what we're that's what, as long as it's consistency. That's all I want from referees, consistency is is all we're asking for throughout the games
1: and just finally for me southampton up next of course this weekend unbeaten so far under russell Watton. how do you see that challenge
2: yeah huge challenge great side um obviously one of the favorites to go back up um parachute payments um got money coming in rumored to be making big signings rumored to be changing their squad up quite a bit but um russell good friend of mine and uh you know, good manager. He's, uh, he's He's got his style of play and he, he sticks to it and he's uh, he's adamant that, um, that that will get him into the Premier League and, and I'm sure it will one day, but hopefully we can put a bit of a dent
1: on that on Saturday. Thanks for your time, Gareth. Appreciate it. Cheers. Cheers. Thank, you. Thank you. Good. Over to
3: you. Morning, Gareth. How are you doing? How you doing, Mike? Okay. Good, good, good. Um. Can I just go back to just in regards to the the sort of time that's being added on, just as, uh, from a practical point of view, how aware are you on the sidelines the coaching uh, team, for example, of how much potential time there's going to be made? And as a supplement to that, do you think both from the coaching point of view, but also from the fans in the stadium, do you think we need to get to a stage where the communication is better, that that people actually know how much longer is likely to be played? From, from a coaching point
2: of view, it'd be useful, but also from a fan's point of view. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> what they're saying is that any stoppages, uh, any unforced stoppages, so not a goal kick, not a throw-in, uh, but an injury or a stoppage in play or a pitch invasion or anything like that, they're going to do actual time. Substitutions, they're going to do actual time now. So everyone, everyone needs to know that, if a sub takes a minute, a minute's going on. It's not just the thirty seconds rule, you know. So it's actual time going on now. Uh, the answer to the question is: Do we know that the, with about two minutes left of the game, we'll get told by a fourth official how much time it is going to be added on? And that's that seems to be non-negotiable at the moment. There's no, there's no debate in that. They they're going to make that decision. Um, what uh, I don't know, what other managers, but I kind of liked. The micing up in the Women's World Cup, I, I kind of like the info coming out sometimes on certain things. I, I did, and that's weird because I've been very traditionalist in this. But I thought it almost even the penalty decisions or the the VAR stuff. And I know it's probably Premier League now; we don't have it. But I kind of like that because I thought it brought the it brought the, the fans and the referee a bit closer. It brought the players information. There wasn't much arguing. It, you know, I don't want to get to rugby where where everything's on mic, but. Hmm. Um, I think with the technology we've got now, I think things are going to change a little bit like that. So, um, yeah, we we are informed. Um, But, yeah, I'd like it to be even better. I don't know how that works. I I really don't feel... I'm I'm trying to wrap my brains, but um, the micing up at refs was quite quite good. Uh, Just wish that we could talk a little bit more and debate a little bit more without looking like we're going to get in trouble or get booked over yellow card because I think some managers are getting yellow card for the simplest things now and that's, that's tough. So they are coming down hard, but perhaps the game got out, a bit out of control, you know, and that's why they've done it.
3: You mentioned the yellow cards. The other, the other sort of clamping down is the sort of dissent at the moment. I mean, I was at an FA Cup preliminary game at the, on Tuesday and, and we saw a lad get booked very early on. And it could only have been for saying something and you think, well, the referees left themselves nowhere to go there, but is, is it something that you've had to have quite a lot of conversations with the team about who can talk to the referee?
2: Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, how you deal with that, because I mean, it could be costly, couldn't it? I've made the boys aware of the silly ones, like wa- waving a yellow card uh, and imagining a yellow card is a straight yellow now. And it should be, you know, that, that should be, you shouldn't be asking for yellow cards on anything. Um, uh, You know, even the benches, um, the opposition benches, and that they shouldn't be asking for yellow cards either. And and that's that's big for me. You know, we, we'll never do it, um, not in a way aggressive way. I might go over to the fourth and say, why, why did he not yellow him there? I won't, mm. But I won't say it should be yellows. And I've told my players, anyone gets done for any stupidity like that, um, then then we, you know then we've got to we've got to crack down on that. And there'll be an internal. Sort of system of of punishment that I'll do if um, if anyone gets stupid ones, but I want the boys to go into their tackles. I want the boys to fight for each other, and you know, there's there's uh, there's always the surrounding the referee debate and things like that. But these boys are told to stick up for each other on the pitch. You know, they're not going to walk away, and if somebody's in trouble, um, it's it's tough. It's tough. It's a balancing act, Phil. But um, as you say, the silly yellows. Um, I watched one of our development boys get booked quite early on in the week, and and he was on he was on ten hooks the whole game. Then it's mm-hmm. sort of what he, that, the type of player he is. Um, it really really affected his game. So those those things do matter now because the yellows look like they're coming quite quick, and uh, we've seen already sendings off all over the place. Um, mm-hmm. you know, I think Fred on your dimmer relative on the first week. Got, are you? A yellow for asking for a yellow. He actually won the free kick, but got his second yellow and went off. And that little things like that, we've got to be really careful of because they could cost you. They can really cost you. So we've got to be ahead of the game on that.
3: Um, yeah, so you mentioned Southampton. Um, you know, just a cursory look at them and, and some observations. I mean, obviously, they love to play with the ball. They love possession. They're creating so many chances in the in the three Premier uh, Championship games they've played so far. Um, what is the approach to a team like Southampton? I mean, you know. You you have to sort of accept that that's the way they want. Is it a disruption element
2: before you you sort of yeah try I think and create all, all teams will know that they love the ball. They, they're trying to they try pass their way uh, through the pitch. Um, they have you know I think the first game against Sheffield Wednesday they broke some sort of record in the first half of having possession. You know so um, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. You know what they're going to try and do. Um, you know, I'm not giving secrets away, right? but we work on things on the training round that, that we try and disrupt that, of course. Yeah, but they have created a lot of chances. They're a, they're a good good side, you know. Um, you know, Teller and Che Adams, are, you know, there's rumors about transfers and fees agreed, and uh, there's all sorts going on. So, we don't exactly know what's coming, but we know that they'll have some strength in depth there. You know, selling Ward prowse obviously hit them, but they've uh. I've forgotten his name, I've signed a, a midfield player haven't they, to, to replace him. So we, we, we go through it all. Uh, we have a look and, uh, and, you know, we're, we're, we're really, we're really thorough on the opposition, but the approach as well, Phil, is I've got something good here that the boys are grabbing hold of, the way of playing, the style of play that we've got. And, uh, and I think that we can impose that on teams more than, more than we have done under me in the last, sort of last season, especially. I'd like to impose our style a little bit on teams and, uh, and I think we've done that in the last couple of games and, and it's worked really well. It, it Last three games really in Norwich. And you know, I think that no one can complain results yeah, A couple of one 0 defeats, but I think that the place has seen a shift and seen seen what's 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 trying to come. Um and I believe that we keep going that way, we'll be fine this season.
3: And you mentioned Sinclair, and obviously he's he's stood out the last you know couple of weeks and people have, have you know been very, very positive about him, who've seen him in the past as well, talking about him. Um, I've even seen some suggestions this week that he's he's destined for the top flight. Um, firstly, with with a with a young player making progress, how important is it to, to allow them to reach for the stars but keep their feet on the ground? And where what where do you see him? Where where do you sort of at this moment in time have you do, do you compare him in any, any way, shape, or form to someone you've worked with or played with in the past?
2: Um not really. I've never worked with somebody as quick and as powerful. Um and with the physical attributes that Sinclair's got, so I work really hard with him. So daily, we'll go through videos together, and uh, and we had a one on one in the office the other day just about um, some aspects of his game that I want him to improve on. But to, you know, to answer the question of where he can go, I think he can play in the Premier League. I really do. I think he is he is got the attributes to play in the Premier League, and I was lucky to play a handful of games up there. And uh, he would he would be. He would be a, a definite asset to a to a team uh, um, in a couple of years. Not lad, not right yes. now. We <laughs> no, okay. work with him first, yeah. But uh, he's he's uh, he's such a humble guy as well, which is really really good. Um, and there's a few like him around, and and epitomises sort of you know what I'm trying to do here. It's um, just needed someone to believe in him, and and um, certainly believe in him. You know, people were saying. At the start, um, you know, please keep hold of Sinclair. I don't you know, I was getting getting messages, well, not messages, I don't look at messages, but I was getting fans coming up to me and saying, you know, give Sinclair a chance, please, please keep hold of him. And I'm thinking in my head, there's there's no intention to to get rid of this guy. What I've seen so far, all we gotta do is keep him keep him healthy, keep him fit because he's gonna be uh he's gonna be right up there. And I think he's gonna score a lot of goals this year
3: it's also an element that everyone should be just a little bit patient because you say he's still developing he's still on that upward trajectory that curve that learning curve
2: yeah it's hard though isn't it because people yeah. want things today you know everyone wants everything yesterday in football and uh, and i i keep cracking on about this patience building um probably something that is is quite foreign to many football clubs but um but because c- because the tribalness and because the every Saturday you want to win and have one over on your mates, or have one over on the opposition. But you know, if we can have a lot more than just one over the opposition in in a couple of years, I'll take that. Just give us a bit of time. You know, uh, there's a few clubs gone through this and um, and they've come out the other end really really strong for it. And and I want to build. I want to make sure that if the well, when there is some success coming in the future. We have a really solid platform that it's it's genuine built success, not flashing the pants and stuff. And that's what I really, really want. And uh and that's that's what I'm building towards. Brilliant. Thank you for your time. Good luck Saturday.
0: Cheers, thanks.
1: Ian
0: over to you. <clears throat> Morning, Gareth. How are you, mate? Morning, there, eh? you okay? Not bad, thanks, mate. Just uh, how Sam Field, Gareth. I mean, you got a nasty one on Good. Saturday. Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh,
2: so Sam had uh, a historic, uh, like, injury to a knee, and and I think he he did a block tackle, um, a hell of a tackle by the way, and a, a typical Sam Field tackle, shall we say? Uh, and he, uh, I think he was worried. I think he he, he he played ninety minutes against Norwich as well midweek. Uh, which he wasn't really down to do, but um one or two of the other players cramped up and and we had to we had to rotate things. But Sam had a... yeah, he had sort of a tweak of a knee and and I think he was it was more Sam being sensible, precautionary, you know, coming off and and but he he's he's fine. I've been told he's training today. Um obviously it's it's early, so um I'll find out. But um, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be fine for Saturday, yeah. Um it was just uh, I think the impact, and, and it, as well as the impact, he got a whack on his head. There was no concussion involved, but I think he was just bloody dazed at the time. And and yeah, I think he made the decision himself saying, Gaffer, I just I want to come off. I'm just a bit worried. I've, I've done something here. But after the tests and everything, I think he was he was absolutely fine. So um, no, I'm, I'm looking forward to Sam being involved. He's a hell of a player for this club. And uh, and I think he's got a, you know, if, if a fit Samfield gets in
0: my team every, every day, you know, he's, he's a good player. Yeah, just with, just with Sinclair as well, I mean, obviously he's, he's the two games he started he's been outstanding but when he's come off the other team sort of got a foothold back in the game, I mean, that's fair against Card if you were the better team for 75 minutes and then they sort of finished with a strong yep. late on and then against Itzwich when Sinclair went off Itzwich sort of, if you look, maybe sort of took over the game a little bit I mean, is that something yeah, yeah. that concerns you a little bit that he a he's, he's not quite ready enough to to do a full 90 minutes yet and be just when he goes off, the options sort of going forward kind of look a little bit more reduced. Yeah, I, I agree totally with you. Um,
2: and I think with Lyndon being out at the moment as well, that that hurts us, you know. I think, um, Cardiff, probably had that still that threat of a counter attack with Lyndon, you know. It, it, they Cardiff definitely took the kitchen sink at us and got better, but totally agree on the switch game. I thought the switch were it was almost a relief for which that he went off, you know, and, and I think that we've got to, we've got to have a look at that, um, and, and maybe find someone who can replace him because as you say, he's, he's young, he's still not built up his, his, his speed endurance, you know, that that we, we're working on it, believe me. Um, but historically last year, Sinclair got so many little twigs on his hamstrings and that is something we don't want any more of, you know, so we're really looking after him and, um, the fitness team will get on that. Uh, he needs, you know, oh, I want him to do 90, ultimately. But um, at the moment, he's he's blowing about 70, you know, and uh, we've got to have a look at that. But, um, yeah, it's uh, it's probably Lyndon being a little bit of, um, you know, the, the injury that Lyndon's got. Missing the last game, I think Lyndon would have been ideal either replacement or change the position where he could have gone. So there is people in the building, but I'm um, totally agree mate. Sinclair's the focal point at the moment, everything's about him. Uh, so when he's not in the team, people definitely do, uh, do have a look at that. But, um, no, it's uh, it's a good point, good point. And the, like the last two games, the, the goals have been late against us, and we've got to have a look at that as well.
0: Just with, I mean, getting, I know your hands are tied a little bit with what you can do in the market, but I mean, just in the striking terms, it's a big ask. Linden's knee problem and sort of had injury problems last year, and you know, Ryan Coley's usually an experience and obviously Sinclair's not played many games I mean is there any option just to kind of bolster those just someone just a, a bench option someone off the bench that you can bring in that can just add to those striking because it's uh, you know a long season and injuries happen yeah. there's a long one mate um I say um
2: it's going to be difficult but I'm always looking you know um yeah, you know, I can't really say much more than that, mate. You know, it, it, obviously I, I want I want brilliant players at this club and try and get as many as I can. Um but I also know it, it's gonna be difficult to do that. Um so we we've gotta we've got to have a look at some of these youngsters and bring them through and 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 if that's what we gotta do, that's what we've got to do. Um, you know, um like you say, Ryan is inexperienced, in but the only way to will get better is with experience and uh and hopefully London will be fit for Saturday. So um we'll have the the options, you know. We we, we still have you know, Paul Smith can play out there. Chris Willock, Ilias can—all all great forward options. It's just probably that focal point, that striker that we uh, we, we we rely on quite a bit. But um, no, it's it's something I'm definitely trying to work on. Ian, but um, obviously, we uh, we all know that it's 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 tough to bring those 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 strikers in. They're the, they're the expensive ones, aren't they? Yeah, awesome. All right, mate. Thanks for your time. Cheers, Gareth. Cheers.
1: Paul, over to you. Hi, Gareth. How are you doing?
2: Right, how are you
3: doing? Yeah, not bad, not bad. I mean, a lot of my questions already be asked. I mean, I was going to ask about Southampton game. You've been pleased with the performance. You sort of highlighted the performance against Ipswich last week. How mm-hmm. do you turn that performance into result at Southampton?
2: So, how do I?
3: How How QPR going to turn that good performance to actually getting a good result at Southampton? Because yeah. you obviously
2: game um, in the end, but yeah, constant honestly. Um, we, results are important to me of course they're, they're, they're what gets you the job and keeps you the job and things like that but performance I'm really really proud of it. and if we can perform like we did again we'll get results over time we will um, so I'm asking for a consistent performance um, but yeah it's, it's going to be it's going to be tough but um, you know I think Sinclair has got an opportunity to exploit a, a big pitch so plenty of space to run into um, I think when we get the ball, we've got to keep it like we've been keeping it Um and give our forward players the rest. Sometimes you know, and, and make some passes and keep control of possession. Um, these are all new things with the, the new style that I'm trying to implement here. Um, so yeah, just consistency of, of performance. I think that both the Norwich and the Switch games, and definitely the Cardiff games. You know, we we would all sit here and say, you know what? Yeah, okay, we all can go our way, but we can see the positives. We can see an upturn in performance since uh, since the weeks before that. And so it's just consistency, keeping players fit, uh, and you know it's not, let's not, let's not beat around the bush. We got a, we got a, a, Premier League squad here we were up against on Saturday. We've got to make sure that we're at our best, and it's going to be a real test, a real good test. I'm looking forward to that because uh, with middles we're away the week after. It's not going to be, it's not going to be any easier. You know this doesn't get easy this game, and uh, I'm looking forward to being at home again. But these are good away trips, good followings with the fans. I think they're going to play a big part, and yeah, consistency performance—that's what I'm asking for from the boys. How
3: would you rate QPR starts of the season overall? Obviously, you had a disappointing start at Watford, but
2: you've seen signs of improvement. And then, what would you say got better? Yeah, I take one get take the Watford game out of it. I'm pleased. Obviously, we can't take the Watford game out of it. So, uh, I, I'm we're getting behind where I wanted to be. I think if we, uh, if we got our, if I had got my together sooner on on that one, we, we'd have been, we'd have been. Maybe sitting a bit higher on the table. I think Saturday we are a fraction away from four points in the league and probably sitting mid table rather than three points and seventeenth, I think we are. So I think I, I think there's no disaster, there's no massive panic. I can see some real good building signs here and the future with these some of these young boys playing is, is really bright. So um like I say a bit of patience. That's all I'm asking. <laughs>